0: Today on City Cash Chicago, a dad excitedly watches his son's first days back in class.
1: Meeting and seeing his teacher for the first time in person has been great. And then he's just he's just pumped to be with his his friends, right?
0: Today is Tuesday, April 13th. I'm Jacoby Cochran and this is City Cash Chicago. Last week, you heard our conversation with the mom, still not quite ready to send her young kids back to school. Today, a dad who is supportive of the return. But first, a little bit of news, y'all. So that's K through eighth grade students. Some high schoolers are supposed to be back next Monday. But teachers and CPS have been back and forth about whether it even makes sense to go back when COVID numbers keep rising. Teachers were fully committed to not showing up tomorrow if CPS failed to meet their demands for student vaccines and better remote work options. It looks like the city knew more about General Irons' move to the southeast side than they're letting on. The Sun-Times reported that emails from former Mayor Manuel's office show the city was involved in clearing the path for the metal scrapper to move from jump. So hey, go back and listen to our episode with activist Gina Ramirez about how more industry on the east side will affect her and her neighbors. And some not good news. The Silver Room's block party has been canceled for this summer. I mean, you can go ahead and cancel the rest of the year, you ask me. No, I gotta stay positive. So some good news. While the VP's visit last week happened so quickly, most of us probably missed it, Brown Sugar Bakery, where Harris stopped for a quick slice of German chocolate cake, has seen a jump in sales, and I'm talking a big one. Owner of the Greater Grand Crossing Bakery, Stephanie Hart said online sales are up nearly 90%, which is still somehow lower than Secretary of State Jesse White's approval rating. My man is a legend. That's your news for Tuesday, April 13th. Remember, for more Chicago stories, check out our daily newsletter and get all your people signed up at citycast.fm slash Chicago. Stick around. As CPS prepares again for another wave of students coming back to the classroom, we're talking to parents. Last week, you heard from Anastasia Chapital, who plans on keeping her kids at home through the end of the school year.
1: I believe it's just really just time. I think that it really just depends on as far as my children. It depends on what they need. It's more about what what they would need and if that environment is going to be feasible for them anymore or even for a while.
0: Today, we're talking to Ryan Griffin, whose first grader is excited about in-person learning. I initially talked to him about a month ago on the first day of his son going back to class. Ryan, welcome back to City Cash Chicago. Thanks, Jacoby. Thanks for having me. So, what has your son been telling you about school? What is what are his days like? Is he enjoying his teacher? Meeting and seeing his
1: teacher for the first time in person has been great. Uh, and then he's just he's just pumped to be with his his friends, right? You know, we we've always kind of gone back to that social emotional stuff. And he says how he wants to now, you know. He wants his teacher to give him harder math problems. So on on all fronts, we're we're pretty happy with uh, the progress that's been made.
0: So I know kids are wearing their masks, they're social distancing as best they can, but they're also in a hybrid model. So they're generally not in classroom five days a week. You know, despite those adjustments, does it still kind of feel like it's back to normal or do you still feel kind of halfway there?
1: You know, we all knew hybrid was not going to be great, right? Like, it just doesn't replace full school. Wednesday for CPS, it's like it's like the kids call it wacky Wednesday, and they're all remote. And I will say, it's they're you know a bunch of first graders. They are a little wacky after a day in front of the screen. Yeah, yeah, it's not back to normal. What I will say, Jacoby, which has been really been impressive, I think, is principals and schools who've kind of gone above and beyond and got as many kids back. Who wanted to be back and try to maximize them back to four days a week, especially those kids with uh, special learning plans, IEPs and those sort of things. And I mean, again, that's that's a lot closer to where I think a lot of parents would like to see it.
0: Last time we talked, I asked if you had any fears about sending your child back to the classroom. And here's what you had to say. The
1: great news is like all the studies show that these young children, their infection rates tend to be lower. Their ability to spread disease is a lot lower. And then you layer in mitigation like mask and ventilation. I'm hoping, and I'm very optimistic that we can show that that's possible with these younger students.
0: You know, right now it's looking like we might go into a third surge of the virus in Chicago with some unique variants. Are you still feeling confident about safety?
1: I am. I mean, I I think when we thought about that layered mitigation approach, the the vaccine rollout and how fast and how quick that seems to be making progress, um, especially for the teacher community and those that are at risk around CPS kids, you know, I think that's that's a plus side. Again, I think the variant stuff has always been in the back of our minds, but we saw other schools in situations where the positivity rate was absolutely double or triple what it is now. And they stayed open and didn't have school spread.
0: You know, last time we spoke, I was very much interested in how you felt communication between parents and the city and CPS was going. You know, how do you feel things are going now?
1: All uh, right. Communication's still like not good. I mean, <laughs> it, like I don't know how to sugarcoat it.
0: Yeah, you don't have to.
1: But that said, I do find that you know, as talk, talking to other parents, principals are really g- are good at communicating, right, in the local, local level and very applicable to, you know, the, the communities and the parents that they're serving. Uh, I do wish the district could just do a little bit better job of getting information out there. Stay with us. We're not accepting ads yet here at City Cash Chicago, but we still want to shout out some of our favorite places in the city. I'm lead producer Carrie Shepard. And I'm producer Simona Visea. Carrie, what do you like to get at Lucy's in Humboldt Park? Soft serve, which is what I like to get at most places. But I will also say I love their french fries, they are just the perfect amount of salty. And I don't eat chicken, so those are only a couple options for me, but I still love them. How about you? You go to the Lucy's in Uptown. I do like the chicken. I like the two-piece fried chicken meal because it's super spicy. I get it with the barbecue sauce, which also has got a great kick, and I drizzle that on mac and cheese. I also want to add that the folks who work at Lucy's are super nice and friendly, and they play great music like Motown. Totally. You can hear it at Lucy's in either Uptown or Humboldt Park. And when you go, tell them City Cash Chicago sent you, you know, for fun. For fun.
0: <laughs> in addition to increased communication and the speed, what are some other things you are hoping to see the district improve at uh, maybe not for the rest of this term, but especially as we go into the fall and that percentage of kids in schools is really going to see a spike come August and September.
1: I think about anything in COVID, we've had sort of the phased reopenings, right? Like you think about Governor Pritzker or Mayor Lightfoot, they've always put this these things in phases, right? I think we're in phase four in Illinois. And I, we had different phases in letters in Chicago, I can't keep track of it all, but like it'd be really nice to have phasing for school, so that like you mentioned, fall. We have no idea as parents whether or not we'll be back to five day a week school in fall. Other states, there's 14 other states who've made it mandatory, including a lot of Democratic run states. You know, Governor Inslee out of Washington. Um, some of the folks in Virginia saying, come the fall, you need to offer five day in person. Learning option for
0: parents. And so it's mandatory for the schools to offer it, not necessarily the, for the parents to participate.
1: Correct. So, still have the like basically do away with hybrid and, and land on fully remote or fully in person. And that's like really good work by the, those states to like put that guideline out there. And we know we have something to rely on. Like if Illinois gets to phase, phase five in June, let's say, and we beat back this UK variant and businesses are open fully and the White Sox games have not 8,000 people, but hopefully, you know, 30,000 people. What does that mean for schools? It's on all elected officials, it's on the district, uh, and it's on, you know, the union representatives for not coming together to make this thing work.
0: Again, you're hearing from Ryan Griffin, a parent who's first grader who's been back in the classroom for the last three or so weeks. And is still taking in the lessons uh, that he's learning with this reopening phase as we move towards the fall. Uh, thank you so much for sitting down with City Cash Chicago. These conversations we've had with parents have been some of the most uh, enlightening. Thanks,
1: Chicago. We appreciate all you guys do. All right guys, go socks.
0: <laughs> Bye. Before I let you go, I wanted to give y'all a huge thank you. I read all of the reviews you leave, and I appreciate it. Uh, If you haven't yet, remember, rating and reviewing the show helps other people find CityCast Chicago. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.